Good morning, Eddie. Happy Tuesday. Annie, happy Tuesday. Annie F. Downs, my friend. How are you? You also led with, right before you hit record, you said, here we go. Like we were in Mario Mario Kart. Here we go. Yeah. It sounded just like Mario Kart, like a shocking amount like Mario Kart. I couldn't do the high beep. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, Mario. That was impressive. Oh, Mario Kart. It's Mario. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's it's Mario. I really liked that game. Ooh, I like I guess I still do. Rainbow Road, my best buddy in college, Kyle and I used to play all the time, and Rainbow Road was my favorite. Oh, Super Mario Kart. It was such a great game. Do you have when was the last time you played it? Oh, uh unknown. The answer is unknown. So I'm gonna say two thousand and three. Yeah, so definitely back in the day. I may have touched it since then. I don't remember my it. My gosh, what a game. So do people, I mean, you can still buy all that, yeah, right? Mario Kart in our living room. This is again where, oh, do you, do the girls play? Uh, a little bit. We don't, we don't do a lot of screen time, but I played it a bunch. I had like a Wii and we still have the Wii because like you can't sell them anymore. We're yeah. like, all right, we'll keep it for yeah. Mario Kart and whatever silly games are on there. But um, yes, that was one of the great, did you play any other games in high school or college? Do you know we did, uh, this is where my lack of video gaming is going to really hurt your feelings. <laughs> Uh, same same good buddy Kyle he had a he had the sis the gaming system and so the only thing I ever played was when we our group of friends would play at their house and I think we did Call of Duty is that the one where you shoot people it's one of many but it's probably the one Call of Duty yeah I think 1999 yeah that would have been called Halo would have probably been another option back then oh maybe maybe Halo Maybe Halo. I should text him. Halo and ask him. was big know. when you and I were college age. Halo was okay, okay. sweeping through was all of my college friends. So I had an Xbox. Well, I, I maybe it was mine. It was our houses, you know. So I had one. But then yeah. one night, because at the time you couldn't, there was no Xbox Live where you would play against each other. That would have been mind blowing. For Pete's sake, we barely had email. Right, right. Let's call a spade. And we didn't, have, we didn't yeah. have Facebook yet. We weren't. It was no, pre- I did not have Facebook in college. But then I remember one night. Oh gosh, who was oh, that one? They brought night. over their Go TV, ahead. they brought over their Xbox, and then we ne- oh, yeah, you know, you could yeah, network yeah. them where you literally had to plug them all in together. And to yep. see each other on each other's screen was, I mean, that was one of my those like moments of technology that melted my mind. Like, this is the yeah, it made everyone so happy. Yeah, now it? I can just hop on yeah. and play with anybody around the world at any time, and we can talk and we can follow each other. It's just a, like a non issue. But those early days of yeah. connection, I remember the first time I chatted with someone on AOL chat, I, it was like hard to believe that a human was <laughs> typing back to me on a computer. Like, was it someone you know, or were you doing the you've got mail thing in, in chat rooms? No. Oh, no. Lovely gals. No, God. Have you not met me? I don't know. Do you realize that <laughs> even if I had the access to that, I wouldn't know what to do? I would be like, uh, hey, hi, my uh, name is Edward. Um, you couldn't even tell me about the start of you and your wife's relationship. So, yeah. No, I don't. I'm not good with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, what the kids would say is no game at all. <laughs> No, it, I, that's that can't totally be true because you're married. You had some level of game. You just don't like talking. Yeah, about I guess it. that's true. I guess it, I guess that's true. <laughs> I had I figured out <laughs> you some again, version of the right game now. one time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, that's all. You no, do. it was like, of course, just like one of my buddies, and we we both yeah. got on, and I was like, "Hello," and he's like, "Hey," and it and it you know you just you're kind kids. Kids these days is the phrase I was going to say. Just don't have an understanding wow. of the mind-blowing nature of early internet. 
Right, right. Like they didn't help build it. Like we accidentally helped build the whole thing. Right. My children right now in the other room are FaceTiming with their grandparents. Oh, that's excellent. Right. I dated Brienne long distance and we were engaged for a year long distance and did not have FaceTime and would have loved to talk face to face, but we talked on a telephone. Wait, sorry. Y'all were engaged for a year long distance? Mm-hmm. Summer to summer. Owie, zowie. That is, that's intense. Why? Because of the long distance or because of it's a year? Yes, is my answer. Yeah, but long distance, I mean, we're in school too. So it's a different right. time. Like, I think if you're in the same place, now this is a question I've been asked many times, the right length of time for an engagement. And of course, the answer is there is no right. But what do you think? You think it's like, you think it's there's a too long or a too short for an engagement period? Tough question, because there is no right answer. Right. Age matters, life place matters, kids involved matters, mm-hmm. what, what when you're deployed matters. I mean, there's just like a thousand things that play into global pandemic. How long you should. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have friends, I have a friend getting married this weekend who they weren't engaged very long at all. I feel like they got engaged in September. Maybe? Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. And I mean, and then I have other friends who did not tell it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They did get engaged. They did get engaged and they're doing an online only wedding. So I, we are, I mean, we, there is no rules right now about how long engagement, but though, like there are like actual relationship experts that is not me that would probably say like, there are people who say, see all four seasons with someone before you marry them or you know, make sure you've met this person, this person. And I just, I don't think the world works that black and white. Yeah. The best answer I've ever heard was my former pastor said, take as much time as you need, but no more time, no more time than you need to, which I always yeah, thought was that's like, right. That's kind of what Jonathan Pecluda says, who's kind of my go-to yeah. guy on a lot of this is he kind of says, just as long as you need to know whether you want to marry them right. or not. But you're not in a hurry. Yeah. I do think sometimes people are in a hurry to get engaged. I'm like, no, no, no. Just take take your time with this because it's a big. I think the decision to get engaged is way more critical than the amount of time of the engagement. Keep going because the decision to get engaged is a decision to take the relationship clearly, obviously. To a uh, yeah, it's the decision to get married. Right, it's a brand new thing. I'm less concerned with like yeah. ah, we're getting married in three months. We're getting married in nine months. It's like should you have even started that track? Yeah, <laughs> should you even yeah, put the train on sure. that track? I don't think you put trains on track. Yeah. That's why you're yeah, the you writer, do, you? but you don't really put them on there. They're just on no, it. You, you just find it. Well, I mean, no, you you don't. Trains don't aren't born on tracks. Someone has to put them on a track. Well, don't say that, to Thomas. He wasn't born on a track. They still get taken to the Not track. Thomas, I'm sure he was born on a track. I'm sure his mom and dad. There's no way. There's no way Thomas was born on a track. Thomas was taken to the track, just like James, just like Percy, <laughs> just like the rest of them. They were at one point pieces of steel. I know we should have warned the many BFFs about this. At one point, they were pieces of steel, and then they were trains, and then they were put on a track, and Mr. Topham Hat takes care oh, of them. Oh, buddy. You know, I got uh, to talk about my children just a tiny bit now that you've said this, but the first hint that we got that Eve really likes to dig in and learn about everything, you know, because now it's yes. been presidents was Thomas. Because one day, little Eve is rattling off every color, every name, every number of every train, like, like, like uh-huh. even deep cut trains, 
that they've only seen in a few episodes right, and right, she doesn't right, watch right. it that much, but she read all the books. She knew everything. And I would bet to this day could still rattle off a majority of the Thomas trains. And that was the yeah. first time we were like, wow, that brain. Is- we're going to go back to the dating thing, but can I ask you a follow-up question? This is old business yes. that I'm bringing back up from a long ago episode Please. where there was a presidential expert that Eve was going to get the chance to talk with. Whatever happened I with know. that? I, well, she called and or her agent called and there was this lovely message that I still have saved that just said, Eve, it means a lot to me. I would love to connect with you and just answer president questions. And then I, I don't want to put her on blast, but I, I called the agent like a couple times and texted a couple times and never heard back from the agent and was like, oh, okay, sure. fine. No big deal. That call was the thing. And that's totally thrilling and fine. And also, the, it's during an election cycle. And, so my guess is, I bet December she might be more. Well, free. and also, this is an extremely famous person. Like, yes, I, I don't mean right. to be like they're beyond it, but I will say, like, there's just a level of, like, I people should be. Should, she probably isn't that accessible, and maybe that's just okay. And her agent called uh, for a okay. reason, but it was very sweet. Eve had no moment of like, oh, I'm so sad. It's just, it was just more like, well, Eve will keep searching out some of the questions that you're, sure. you're looking to answer. But it was very sweet of her to, um, to call sure. and to even respond. Yeah. But I, I still have the fundamental question, which is what age can is appropriate for reading her books? Because there is no, you know what I really want in the world is, you know, there's the common sense website for movies Yes. which I love. Multiple and you can look up any yeah. movie, even silly movies. You can look up movies, not silly, but like clearly adult, like the yeah. Godfather. I think you could probably look up and it'll say 18 plus, but you can't, um, they stop yeah. with books. That's surprising. To because me. they assume what kid is looking up team of rivals or what parent is looking up <laughs> the appropriate age to read team of rivals. And you're like this guy. But truly I am because I did. And it doesn't, they don't have it. Have you read it? I've, or do you just not remember? I have. I have read Team of Rivals, but I don't remember it well enough. I didn't read it through that lens. Yeah, that happens to me a lot when people ask me, can my kid read that or can my kid watch that? And I'm like, oh, shoot, I didn't watch it with a 10-year-old in mind. I watched it with an Annie in mind. Yeah, wrestle with that about with IJM. You know, like the amount that my kids and that children generally just can't talk about the work of IJM, that there is no way to dance around, you know, online exploitation of children. There's there's no way to gently say like, that you just are like no those aren't bags you pick up for you know a decade that's that's too much for your brain to even handle yeah Mm -hmm. um so back to what we what what, what, what got us here technically what got us here is we were talking about uh a relationship being on a track and then thomas was born on a track that's right and then you were saying about relationships so can you go back to that so what are we talking about the nature of thomas's existence (laughs) <laughs> I think that's been the, settled. He was not born no, on a track. No, I think he was definitely born on a track. And I think... That's the worst take. The worst take. Yes. Was it, but he ages. <laughs> so he had to have grown. Sure. I think what I'm going to learn is that... In relationship, you're going to grow... Oh, what are you about I to say? I think your I'm train of thought is more interesting than mine. So can we hop off my track and just get onto yours? Oh, Sure. Sure. And what is that about dating? Yeah. About engagement? Because yeah, yeah. I think the nature of Thomas the Train's existence is probably <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> to talk about. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I want. Yes, that's fine. Well, I just think I think when people are trying to sort out what, what I've experienced in my friend group and in my yeah. own life is 
is time of engagement deeply depends on how much you're able to be around their family, about whether the partner has kids already or not, about whether there is a seasonal thing coming up that you, because when you're in your late thirties, early forties, I I don't think engagement time is as long. What I'm seeing is people are not engaged as long as we were in our early twenties. Why do you think that is? Um, why do I think that is? I think we aren't considering engagement as a middle step as much as I, I'm going to do life with this person. The thing to do between dating and marriage is a ring. And so we will do that, but we've already got the dress and we've already got the venue and we already have decided we just needed to do this step in the middle versus what I know of of my experience in my twenties and a lot of my friends in my twenties is there is a lot to learn and a lot of growth that happens in a 22 year old, maybe who gets engaged and then gets married at 23. Yes. That season is maybe more growth than it is in a 40 year old. Am I wrong about that? Though? No, I could, I could not agree with you more. I, I mean, just even anecdotally, you know, we went to like the typical session of pre-marriage counseling of just like, this is yeah. what you do. We went, I don't know, two or three times, basically got the high five from the, from the counselor. Everything was great. And then sure. I went for years personally, just me. Cause it yes. was like, yeah. this began yeah. the process of me growing up and the engagement year was, yes. you know, at the beginning of a long process of realizing what kind of, you know, by, by forcing myself to ask the question, what kind of husband do I hope to be? That just opens up the can of worms mm-hmm. of what have I seen growing up? What did I like? What did I not like? Who, you know, and then you just, it's the unraveling, but it's the unraveling that in theory and very generally someone who's 40, you know, someone who's 35 getting married has probably done some of that work in their own life just because of the nature of not being 22 anymore. That's right. That's right. Um, so I, I find that most of my friends are engaged for shorter amounts of time at this point in our lives. Yeah. But that also may be a people of faith thing, you know, like people that don't that don't share our faith may be getting engaged and living together. And and that may be a whole lot longer than a lot of what my friends are doing and what I will do. You know, what I always find hard, though, is that tell me there isn't some I always wish there was a baked in step between dating and engagement because Breaking off an engagement, if you realize things aren't right, is really, really hard. But at the same time, some of the conversations that you need to be having about life together probably aren't happening until engagement has kicked in, right? Oh, that's interesting. So engagement launches you into this new process of it becoming very real in a different way. And for some people, maybe they've had those big conversations beforehand. For some people, maybe they don't have those conversations that they need to have. But engagement clicks like, "Uh oh, we just told the world we're going to be married. And so this is real. And now we're talking about like big kid stuff. But then sometimes that unearths things that show either more compatibility and in most cases, like it's great, but also can also reveal just an incompatibility, which is also in its own way, very hard, but great and good to know. But then the only choice you have is to break up and to break up yeah. an engagement because at the same yeah. time, you're, you know, let's say you're engaged for six months. There's still this process of 
planning some kind of party. It's still, there's, yeah, yeah, of you know, it's like how many people have realized in their soul, and this is awful to say, but it's truth. Like two months before they get married, like, ah, this is a mistake, but they're, but, what but their I mom do? already yeah. got their dress, <laughs> already has her, yeah, already has her dress yeah. at the tailor. The venue's ready. Photographer's ready. The whole thing's happening. That's why I yes. wish there was a middle step because it's just such a like engagement is. What would you do though? I what, what I mean, you can't. To me, right. engagement is the middle step, and our culture has just turned right. engagement into marriage. Right, because it's an on-off switch. Right, it's it's right. zeros and ones. When you say we're engaged, yeah. we're getting married. There is no. Yeah, that's dunkies. Yeah, and there's no reason to play like yeah. people do pre-engagement counseling as a couple. Yes. I would think you would be for that, oh, no? no? Because that sounds like the step between engagement and dating. No, because you're not engaged. I'm like, if you are date... I know, but that, that is actually what you want them to do is have a step between. I know, but that is not actually th that step. The step doesn't exist because, and I'm going to, I'm just going to be, I'm not even going to try to be diplomatic. I'm just being like myself right now, telling yeah. you that like when a couple who's dating goes to counseling because their relationship is coming off the rails... Unlike Thomas, who is always on the rails because he's the best and he's so brave, right? What, after he was born. After ahead. he was born on rails. Wasn't okay. placed there. He After he was put on rails as a baby <laughs> trainer. He's the never off the rails existence. is what we're saying. So yes. at, when they realize that the dating relationship and then they go to counseling to fix a dating relationship, I, all, I always, 100% of the time, I'm like, why? It shouldn't be that hard. Mm. Just break up. Just oh, find a new person. I'm telling you when it's right. It should not be that hard. Now, people will prove me wrong and say like, oh, we went to counseling and it worked out and we've been married 15 years. And that's great. It really is great. And there are more exceptions to the rule than probably. There's so many exceptions that it probably doesn't even make it a rule. But it's just so hard because yeah. it just should not be that difficult to be right. dating. And then, right. but then it's like, well, when you're engaged, you've already, you have to culturally put the cart before the horse because I, yes, culturally, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And so it's just this really hard thing. I've never been able to solve it in my head. I was always uncomfortable about it when I was doing premarital counseling because you're like, well, you're already in the premarital class. So you're not actually sometimes trying to figure out if this is the right step forward, you're trying to fix it no matter what. And so in a good relationship, yeah, you're trying to fix it because you've decided because you've decided. And so for 90% yeah, of the relationships, it's just an affirming process where we're growing. We're having some hard conversations. We're having some fights. We're working it out. We're having awkward conversations about seating charts, where to put our family, how to handle our first Christmas yeah. together. What, whose house do we go to? What pull does our family have on our lives? How da, da, da. most that's like the normal stuff. But sometimes when there's like rough stuff, you're like, yeah, well, you should, I just wish you weren't engaged. I wish you both just, yeah, it's so. I wish I were still dating and could get out of this with it as a yeah, just heartbreaking breakup. Just break up. Versus. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're not engaged. Yeah. If you're not engaged, you're just not engaged. Just break up. Oh, five years. Who cares? Just break up. You'll be fine. Oh, just boy. That is very easy to say in sitting here versus actually breaking up. It's Breaking up is the worst. Yeah, except. I mean, besides. A lot of other things, but in the scenario, what we're talking about, breaking up is the worst. And Thomas was not born on a track. Those are the two things that are true. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, you know, I want to. What would you? What you said? Breaking up is the worst. Except what? Except being in a horrible marriage would be worse. Sure. Like, I. I mean, I would take your heartbreak. I will. I would see anybody's heartbreak up and raise them a even the most respectful divorce and say, you don't want to do that. That is viciously hard. I mean, when one of mine ended, you said the other option is what if you had married him? Which wasn't outside the realm of possibility. I mean, you guys weren't talking about that, but like, it's not unreasonable to think like people you could. That's why you're dating someone is to think if you want to marry them. Now that, yeah, right. (laughs) Right. Hopefully, right. it, you know, or at least that's why I'm dating. I guess yeah, I but that's what in that scenario, right. that's why. Right. Oh, right. man. I mean, yeah, people say I think you might have said this to me first, but a lot of people have said to, and I've had conversations around it is at, for single people that are in pain about their singleness. It is it is a different lonely to be lonely and alone than to be lonely and married. Yeah, not better or worse, but real hard, real different. You can. Yeah, they're both they're both hard, but they're different. And yeah. You don't want it. You don't want either, really. Yeah, marriage doesn't really solve anything. You still, yeah, it, right. That's what I've it heard. It really is surprising how it solves the bed thing. Like that, I don't. <laughs> that meaning that you don't sleep alone. Right, but you can be alone when you're together. I mean, there's just that's there's, right. That's right. But I'm just technically saying, yes. yes, you aren't alone in your home anymore. Correct. Which does, is great in pandemic. Times it does solve to that. Not be alone. It does solve for that. Yeah, gosh. But other than that, it's not a real problem solver. It's a problem revealer is what I've heard. I think so. Yeah. In good ways. Yeah. It's a refining yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, Eddie, we, I'm glad for you and I to talk about this because I've had three conversations around this in the last week around uh, why why men and women aren't getting married as young anymore. Mm. And if there is, and this is a, I am posing this as a question before you or the internet yell at me. If there is a loss of vision for young men on why to get married young, like if it has, cause I was sitting at, here's the story. I was sitting with a bunch of friends at, not a bunch, a handful of friends at a meal. We were, we were safe and had been together and we were eating a meal and a young man was talking about like, Oh man, I watch my cousin's family and there are so many kids. I'm not ready to do that. And I, and he doesn't never get to do this and this and this with us anymore. And I'm not ready to do that. And it just feels like there's a different vision uh, for getting married young than there was 50 years ago. That's so interesting. Yeah. There's so much baked into that because I know getting married young, first of all, is a value statement. Who says 30 isn't young, 40 isn't young. I feel like. I was married young and I guess I was, I was 25, but I also thought well, for women, there is more of a young and not young because of our bodies. I understand. But I still think that getting married at 30, which would have been considered at one point, some sort of just fabricated yeah. cutoff time is like 30. Yep. I was like a child at 30. Like everybody oh, was a gosh, ch- I thought I was yes. a big kid. I, I was just like, what is 30? Oh, what I, yeah. f- wow. I, th- I feel that about my twenties. I'm like, what would you have been like as a wife then? Oh, Not great. Yeah. And I think that I realized that there is a biological component to this. That is a real part of this conversation. But I do think in terms of like removing that and talking about the ability to have a long, full story together, I, uh-huh. I don't think 
30, 40 is not, not young or hold on sure. double negative that didn't need to be done. But, but the other part of it too, is <laughs> the, like the idea that your friend is looking at his friend's family or his brother's family or cousin's family or something, and just feeling claustrophobic by that life. You're like, yeah, no kidding. I've got kids and I would be claustrophobic by that life. You don't build this mm -hmm. other person's family. That's their unique alchemy right. where, right. I mean, we were somewhere this weekend and we saw a family running around and I just felt like, I was like, I, I can't even watch these people. It was just so loud yeah. and it was so much yeah. energy yeah. and it was just like everybody's, but then I looked and I'm like, they were all happy. Everybody was fine. Yeah. That's right. I, I cannot imagine being married to someone other than Brianna or having children other than even Lucy. I can't fathom it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know that I could have done it. And I never saw a model that I really liked. And I never had a whole family that I was like, I had family that I respected, but I was never like, if I could just recreate this thing, uh -huh. it is just this unique alchemy of the children's DNA and who they are as individuals. Yes. And, that, and so I think we're saying the same thing yeah. that, that what, what has been lost is this vision of you aren't building what you're seeing other people build. You're building your own thing. Yeah. Go build that, you know? And there's a piece of that that feels lost today that it feels like people feel like they don't want to build what they're seeing and therefore, and therefore they are not building. Yeah. 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 But I also Maybe. think that they have other things that are interesting to build too. Like they want to go and do, a bunch of schooling and have an interesting, 100%. which I'm like, good on you. Cause there's a lot of people in this equation 100%. that were told to maybe go to undergrad, maybe, and then go, go get yourself spouse. And that's your realized personhood. And it's like, no, go ahead, go, go, go through a bunch of school, go start a thing. I, I think people yes. are somewhat starting later. Cause it's like, I'm going to just this is, that isn't the be all end all. That isn't the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is the whole life taken as a whole. And right now I'm on a, I'm doing interesting stuff with my career and I'm doing interesting stuff with school. So I'm going to keep going with that for a while. And, yes. and so. Couldn't agree with you more. I a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, I just also think, no, I just hundred percent agree with you. I agree that there are other things going on, but there was a time in culture when those other things were equal to the excitement and enjoyment and purpose of having family. Well, that's what's, that's hard because I, and that's what changed. I could, I can see that being true. I have to think about that more, but I do wonder sometimes if we have enough models out there that we want to do that thing. I felt That's so right. lucky that I had a couple of people that I intersected with in college who were older, who I thought, oh, I see. Yeah, I could do marriage if it was kind of like that. Sure. Because yeah. I wasn't launched out of the house with that. I was like, and also being single in some ways is great. And I was like, kind of like, well, I kind of like that. I like this. Why would I want to change this? But then I sure. saw a few that I'm like, oh, I see. That's a That's a thing. But without see, so you caught the vision for healthy family and what why it would be worth it. With, yeah, and then, and then only and and then met Brienne, which That's was right. the defining factor because anybody else I had ever dated, it that it was a terrifying prospect, like terrifying prospect to continue in that relationship. Even people who were like great, 
it was like there was something deep in me that I thought, oh, I'm just not the kind of person that would get married because this is too scary. When I think of this prospect with this person, it's just too terrifying. So maybe I'm just one of those people that will never do this. Then I met Brie and it wasn't scary. I could not think more highly of Brianne, comma. I wonder if you would not have had those had that vision cast before you met Brianne. Because what you said is, I dated other people, and then I saw how it worked, and then I met Brianne. Well, the, those didn't go in order. I, I saw how it worked. I had a good vision in my head of what a marriage could look like if I was ever going to do that, which I didn't think seemed like all that great an idea, but I could see how it wasn't a bad idea. Then was in, you know, not a lot, but like a little bit of relationships where I'm like, well, I wouldn't do this with this. So I had it, it was out of order. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, okay. I said it in order, but there was some out of order with it. But, but all okay. that being said is, I think there's just this really crazy piece of it that's what you carry in from your upbringing plus the right person plus the X factor. And the X factor is the really hard part, which is, is it God? I think it is. I think it is. Some people would say it's not, but this, there is something larger than the whole conversation that you, I feel like you can't quite logic your way into it. That all, that That's it right. just is, you know, it's the worst thing. How do you know when you're in love? And people always say, oh, you know, when you know it. And it's absolutely the worst answer. And it's absolutely the only answer because it's undescribable. How do you know what it means to be a father? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I know when it clicked and then I was. And so you, it's very difficult to, it's, it's hard to put parameters on all this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, we, the conversation, the couple I've had have not been with single people about their lives yeah. and feeling like, oh, am I single? Because it has been with leaders about how we're teaching relationship about how we're teaching relationship and saying like is part of the reason we're seeing marriages decline even in the church because of how we're teaching marriage and how we're modeling it and are we giving enough vision of why it is everyone knows it's sacrificial like every youth group kid knows that people say marriage is hard yeah, yeah. but it's worth yeah. it are we giving enough vision as to why you should spend your life serving someone else even when you could not? Yeah. And both of you are serving someone else because there's, that's a piece. That's right. That's right. You're being served as well, of course. Right. But male and female equally in yes. this out serving each other. Yes. A hundred percent. I agree. So, and that's why we were talking to, it wasn't like me just talking to a group of single girls who are like, the reason we're not married, it wasn't anything like that. And it wasn't single guys being like, marriage sucks. It was a bunch oh, of leaders it. being like, how do we, how do we help the generation behind us get a beautiful vision of building family and relationship? Hmm. That's what we were doing. Yeah, and I don't know how to answer that question other than doing my best to model it in my own life, but, but being also really honest about it. Like, and letting the people who babysit the girls see that. Right. And see all up close and see, you know, like that's, that's, that's it. You did one of my favorite things that I've got to point out now, which is, oh, and this no. is, I think this is a stand-up bit. And so I've, I've taken this from somewhere else. From someone else or it's one of your No, 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 not one of mine. I've taken this from somewhere else. I don't know who it is, but every time a, a woman does an impression of a man, it's always like, oh, we don't want to get married. They always do an impression like that. <laughs> 
you did it. You do. You're like, well, yes, I was doing the the type of man you would assume I was thinking. I know. Yes. But every yes. time, That's if so you impersonated me, okay, bye, buddies. I'm like, I'm sounding like just a big ape. <laughs> Always. No, I do. There's a couple of my guy friends. There's, well, you was one of them that I, <laughs> I think I could imitate and not sound. Not you would not sound like. I would an ape. not like to hear that, but I definitely want to no. hear that. <laughs> no, not today. Not today. I don't know how. I wouldn't even know how to do it. Um, can I just do a like a? We have to end the show, but I have a lightning fast thing. I have. Oh my gosh, how do we do that? That is so <laughs> fast. Idea. But I have a quick thing I need to say. Everyone, okay. social media. It was Gatlinburg. You were right. It was Gatlinburg. I've been to Williamsburg. I've experienced oh, all of it. My the gosh. course trip was Gatlinburg. People were totally right. Oh. I I went to Williamsburg same I think like same year, but a different thing. I went with my huge family. moment. Huge, huge. But people moment. were like, "Are you sure you weren't in Gatlinburg?" And somebody like even posted a photo of it. I'm like, "Ah, yes, it was Gatlinburg." In fairness, though, my I don't know where gracious. either one of them are, and they both end in Berg, and they were both. 30 years ago? I don't know. Yes. Oh, no one's judging you. I'm just amazed. 25 years ago. Yes, it was Gatlinburg. So I just want to say that on the show because I feel like enough people have... uh, For our friends listening, just go back and listen to the episode about Colonial Williamsburg on Election Day. That's where that's what we're referencing. Annie and I hit a hard brick wall where clearly we were talking (laughs) about two different places. I then convinced myself and us that we were talking about the same place. I have since realized we were talking about both the same place and a different place. So, and I love Gatlinburg. I get to go to Dollywood in a couple of weeks and I cannot wait. I've got a Dollywood trip lined up, even though I don't get to go with you guys. Oh, I'm so happy you're going. Can't wait. Well, Thomas. Well, <laughs> that's what that's here's what no matter what we talk about the number one thing people are going to tweet at us about is whether thomas was born on oh. a track oh, or not. they're not going to care about <laughs> because there are marriage people. counseling and da 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 it is going to be the existential <laughs> crisis of the birth of thomas <laughs> yeah someone's going to know the right yeah. answer oh, i hope same. maybe mr topham hat listens to our mr. show Mr. topham hat i love him you know there was that a train be- lucy said my favorite train is kevin and i was like lucy there's no kevin <laughs> She, there's a Kevin. She was totally right. I just thought it was. I did not know. That I thought was she was Kevin. making up a name because it doesn't sound quite on brand with the rest of them. But she. Yeah, Kevin. that's right. Yeah, there's some girls too. I can't remember oh, their yeah. names. Rose. They're Rose. I, I only know a few, oh. but yes, a lot of women, a lot of yeah, like characters like from different countries. They started introduced. Yeah, great. Fun. So we great. All right. Well, uh, you want to do it again on Friday? I would hope so. Okay, uh, friends, go out and wash your hands, and we'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies.